Welcome to Zichu Daf Simani Member Bay Ram Goldhar and Tirim Rosekas Baba Kama Daf Tzadi Dal. The ninth paragraph goes to eight Sim. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, a bylaw five tanaim who hold shinui bin koma omed, an item which underwent a change stays in place and is not acquired. Number one, Rabbi Shimon Yehuda said that dying wool does not render it exempt from Rashi's a gaze. Number two, Beishami holds that wheat given as an esnan, harlot's payment, which was ground into flour, is still invalid for an offering. Number three, Rabbi and Yaakov said that if one stole wheat and made bread with it, then separated challah, he cannot make a bracha. This is not blessing Hashem, but blaspheming him to make a bracha over stolen goods. Number four, Rabbi Shimon Lazar said that if a stolen animal deteriorated, he may return it as is. And number five, Rabbi Shimon says one must separate peah even if the grain was ground into flour and made into dough. Rabbi rejected every proof. Number one, dying is a reversible change because it can be removed with detergent. Number two, although a changed eslan is acquired, it's still invalid as an offering because it's repugnant. Number three, a bracha is different because it's a mitzvah hababa avera. Number four, the animal's deterioration, which does not acquire, may be irreversible deterioration. And number five, regarding peya, an extra word teaches it must be left even after undergoing a shinui. Point number two, Hassan Nebrais HaGazlanim Umalvei Barebesheheziru. Robbers and lenders on interest who attempted to return their legally obtained money in Makabun Mehen, their victims should not accept it from them. And one who does accept it from them, a spirit of the Chachamim, is not pleased with them. Rabbi Yochanan said this was enacted in Rabbi's time because of an incident in which someone wished to return his ill-gotten gains until his wife warned him that if he would repent, he would not even keep his belt, which he stole, and he refrained from repenting. Later, the Gemara says that this takana only applied where the stolen item is no longer extant and the robber would have to pay out of pocket. But if he still has the item, the victim may accept it back from him. And point with you, the Bryce I just mentioned was challenged from another Bryce which states that if a father died and left money of forbidden interest to his children, they are not obligated to return it. This implies that their father is obligated to return it. The Gemara answers that the father would also not be required to return it. But the Bryce that discusses the children to contrast with the latter part of the Bryce, which states that if he left them a cow, a cloak, or any distinct object which would be recognized by the public as being illegally obtained, they are obligated to return it because of their father's honor. The Gemara wonders why they must protect their father's honor for the Pusik says, and a prince among your people you shall not curse, implying this is only when he acts according to the deeds of your people. But one who sins is not entitled to honor. The Gemara answers, the cases where the father repented before dying but did not manage to return the illegally obtained item before he died. So once again, the three points are number one, a bylaw five to nine who hold, omed, an item which underwent a change stays in place and is not acquired. Number one, Rabbi Shimon Yehuda said that dying wool does not render it exempt from Rashi's a gaze. Number two, Beishami holds that wheat given as an esnan, harlot's payment, which was ground into flour, is still invalid for an offering. Number three, Rabbi and Yaakov said that if one stole wheat and made bread with it, then separated challah, he cannot make a bracha. This is not blessing Hashem, but blaspheming him to make a brach over stolen goods. Number four, Rabbi Shimon Lazar said that if a stolen animal deteriorated, he may return it as is. And number five, Rabbi Shimon says one must separate peah even if the grain was ground into flour and made into dough. Rabbi rejected every proof. Number one, dying is a reversible change because it can be removed with detergent. Number two, although a changed eslan is acquired, it's still invalid as an offering because it's repugnant. 
Number three, a bracha is different because it's a mitzvah hababa avera. Number four, the animal's deterioration, which does not acquire, may be irreversible deterioration. And number five, regarding peya, an extra word teaches it must be left even after undergoing a shinui. Robbers and lenders on interest who attempted to return their legally obtained money in Makabu Mehen, their victims should not accept it from them. And one who does accept it from them, a spirit of the Chachamim, is not pleased with them. Rabbi Yochanan said this was enacted in Rebbe's time because of an incident in which someone wished to return his ill-gotten gains until his wife warned him that if he would repent, he would not even keep his belt, which he stole, and he refrained from repenting. Later, the Gemara says that this takana only applied where the stolen item is no longer extant and the robber would have to pay out of pocket. But if he still has the item, the victim may accept it back from him. And point with you, the Bryce had just mentioned was challenged from another Bryce which states that if a father died and left money of forbidden interest to his children, they are not obligated to return it. This implies that their father is obligated to return it. The Gemara answers that the father would also not be required to return him. But the Brysa discusses the children to contrast with the latter part of the Brysa, which states that if he left them a cow, a cloak, or any distinct object, which would be recognized by the public as being illegally obtained, they are obligated to return it because of their father's honor. The Gemara wonders why they must protect their father's honor, for the Pasuk says, And a prince among your people you shall not curse, implying this is only when he acts according to the deeds of your people. But one who sins is not entitled to honor. The Gemara answers, The cases where the father repented before dying, but did not manage to return the illegally obtained item before he died. All right, so now we go to our Simon David Sadidal, and understand that Simon is a hunter. A hunter. So here goes. The hunter who pointed his rifle at a thief to prevent him from making a bracha on wheat he stole ground and separated challah on, refused to take illegally obtained money that a gazman was trying to return to him because he knew his rabbi would not be happy with him, but didn't turn away the children returning his high-powered binoculars that their father stole from him because of their father's honor. Once again, slow motion. The hunter, hunter, that must be more tough. Tzadi Dalad. Tzad. The hunter who pointed his rifle at a thief to prevent him from making a bracha on wheat, he stole ground and separated chawa on, which reminds us, a bylist five to nine who hold, Shinui bin Koma Omed, an item which underwent a change, stays in place and is not acquired. One of them being, Rebbe bin Yaakov, who said that if one stole wheat and made bread with it, then separated chawa, he cannot make a bracha. Ein zimavarak el This is not blessing Hashem, but blaspheming him to make a bracha over stolen goods. Rav rejected every proof and said that in this case, a bracha is different because it's a mitzvah haba So the hunter who pointed his rifle at a thief to prevent him from making a bracha on wheat, he stole ground and separated on, refused to take illegally obtained money that a gazman was trying to return to him because he knew his rabbi would not be happy with him, which reminds us it was taught in the Bryce HaGazlanim Umavi Baribas Shechiziru. Robbers and lenders on interest who attempted to return their legally obtained money in Makabun Mehen, their victims should not accept it from them. And one who does accept it from them, a spirit of the Chachamim is not pleased with them. Yochan said this was enacted in Rebbe's time because of an incident in which someone wished to return his ill-gotten gains until his wife warned him that if he would repent, he would not even keep his belt, which he stole, and he refrained from repenting. So the hunter who pointed his rifle at a thief to prevent him from making a bracha on wheat, he stole ground and separated on, refused to take illegally obtained money that a gazan was trying to return to him because he knew his rabbi would not be happy with him, but didn't turn away the children returning his high-powered binoculars that their father stole from him because 
of their father's honor, which reminds us of a state in the Bryce that if a father stole and left his children a cow cloak or any distinct object which would be recognized by the public as being illegally obtained, they are obligated to return it because of their father's honor. The Gemara wonders why they must protect their father's honor, for the Pasuk says, And a prince among your people you shall not curse, implying this is only when he acts according to the deeds of your people, but one who sins is not entitled to honor. The Gemara answers, The cases where the father repented before dying, but did not manage to return the illegally obtained item before he died. So once again, the hunter who pointed his rifle at a thief to prevent him from making a bracha on wheat he stole ground and separated challah on, refused to take illegally obtained money that a gazan was trying to return to him because he knew his rabbi would not be happy with him, but didn't turn away the children returning his high-powered binoculars that their father stole from him because of their father's honor. All right, so now it's time for four blabach chazara. Dav Tzadi. So the symbol Dav Tzadi is a stucca box. So here goes. The master who sold a slave but retained his work for 30 days, who was so happy he was still subject to the rule of Yom Yomaim when he killed the slave that he put money in the base then Tzadaka box, Tzadaka box, that must be Dav Tzadi. The master who sold the slave but retained his work for 30 days, who was so happy he was still subject to the rule of Yom Yomaim when he killed the slave that he put money in the base then Sadaka box, which reminds us that more brings a four-way malchokas regarding who gets the din of Yom Uyomaim when someone sells a slave but retains his work for 30 days. The issue is dependent on what one holds, whether Kinyan Haperos could Kinyan Haguftamin. So the mass who sold the slave but retained his work for 30 days, who so happy was still subject to the rule of Yom Uyomaim when he killed the slave that he put money in the base then Tzedakah box was shocked when he noticed some judges who witnessed a murder act as witnesses, which reminds us that Bryson teaches that if Sanhedrin witnessed a murder, Ritarfin says some of the judges testify before the others, and the others can judge based on the received testimony. Rikiva said that since all of them were potential witnesses, none of them can judge the case. So the master who sold his slave retained his work for 30 days, who so happy was still subject to the rule of Yom o Yomaim, when he killed the slave that he put money in the base in Sadaka box was shocked when he knows some judges who witnessed a murder act as witnesses, as the judges judging examined the murder weapon, which reminds us that more discusses if a weapon must be examined by the judges or just the witnesses. Daf Tzadiyav. So the similar Daf Tzadiyav is an exit sign. So here goes. The judges who are busy assessing the old detached exit sign, exit sign, that must be on Daf Tzadiyav. Say. The judges who were busy assessing the old detached exit sign that was used to assault someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm, which reminds us, Gemara asks, Is an assessment made for damages to determine if the weapon was capable of inflicting them? Or is an assessment not made for damages? Is an assessment only made for killing where some weapons can kill but others cannot, as opposed to damages, which can always be attributed to whatever weapon was used? Or is an assessment made for damages as well? So the judges who were busy assessing the old detached exit sign that was used to someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm, were startled when a tall man started banging his head against the newly installed exit sign to injure himself, which reminds us that more brings him out focus if one is permitted to wound himself. So the judges who were busy assessing the old detached exit sign that was used to assault someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm, were startled when a tall man started banging his head against the newly installed exit sign to injure himself as a punishment for cutting down a fig tree while it was still producing fruit, which reminds us, Rav said that a palm tree that bears a cup of dates is forbidden to cut down. Rabbi Chinina said that a son, Shivachas, died prematurely only because he cut down a fig tree while it was still producing fruits. Dav Tzadi so the similar Dav Tzadi is a tzav, a turtle. So here goes. The man who gave a thousand turtles, turtles, that must be more on Dav Tzadi Beis, tzav, turtle. 
The man who gave a thousand turtles from his turtle farm to the man he injured as compensation, but was told he wouldn't be pardoned until he asked forgiveness, which reminds us, the next mission states, Although the assailant gives the victim compensation, he's not pardoned until he requests forgiveness from him, as we find a Kushbar who told Avimelch to appease Avram for taking Sarah until he would forgive him and dev him for him. The Mishnah adds that a victim who refuses to forgive is considered cruel because we find that Avram dev him for Avimelch and he was healed. So the man who gave a thousand turtles from his turtle farm to the man he injured as compensation, but was told he wouldn't be pardoned until he asked forgiveness, was waiting for the injured party to finish davening for the Afua Shlema of a friend, which his wife was also in need of, which reminds us sources are brought for the saying, anyone who asks Hashem for mercy on his fellow's behalf, and he himself needs that very thing, he's answered first, one of the sources being that Avram Davin for Avimelech, and Akush Baruch remembered Sarah, and she became pregnant. So, the man who gave a thousand turtles from his turtle farm to the man he injured as compensation, but was told he wouldn't be pardoned until he asked forgiveness, was waiting for the injured party to finish davening for the refuah of a friend, which his wife was also in need of, when he was approached by a man in need of a livelihood who asked if he could get hired to work on his turtle farm. Which reminds us, Rabbi Mamari said that the source for the saying, a duck stoops as it goes, but its eyes peer afar looking for food, is from Avigal's statement to David Amalek, and Hashem shall deal well with my master, and you shall remember your handmaid. Although she convinced David not to kill her husband Naval, she prophesied that he would die, and hinted that David should remember her afterward and take her as a wife. Rashi says this teaches that one's humility should not prevent one from asking for his needs, whether in Torah's livelihood or claiming payment of a loan. Daf Tzadi Gimel, so the similar Daf Tzadi Gimel is a train chugging along. So here goes. When the train conductor had a heart attack and died, train conductor, that must be on Daf Tzadi Gimel, a train chugging along. When the train conductor had a heart attack and died, right after asking Hashem to judge the train driver for being late, which reminds us, Rav Hanan said, Hamoser din al-chavero, one who gives over judgment of his fellow to heaven, asking a Baruch Hu to judge him, who he's punished first for his own sins. Rashi and Rosh Hashanah explains he scrutinized to determine if he deserves to have his fellow punished because of him. We find that Sarai told Avram, Hamas Yalecha, my injustice upon you, let Hashem judge between me and you, and she died earlier than Avram. So, when the train conductor had a heart attack and died, right after asking Hashem to judge the train driver for being late, no one noticed the guzzling stealing smooth wood and making it into a coffin to sell. Which reminds us, the ninth parak begins, a gozo eitzim ba'asan kelim, one who steals pieces of wood and makes them into utensils, semer ba'asan begadim, or pieces of wool, and makes them into garments, mishalm kashas hegzela, pays their value at the time of the robbery. Since he acquired them with a shinui, a physical change, he pays the original value and he keeps the stolen items. The Mishnah implies that his earlier acts of planing the wood and whitening the wool, respectively, were insufficient to acquire them, which contradicts a Bryce's thing that one does acquire with these acts. Abai explains that the Mishnah discusses one who stole boards, which he assembled into a chest, or already spun threads of wool, which he wove into a garment. So when the train conductor had a heart attack and died, right after asking Hashem to judge the train driver for being late, no one noticed the guzzling stealing smooth wood and making it into a coffin to sell, nor his accomplice acquiring wool he stole by whitening it, which reminds us, Abraissa teaches that one who whitens stolen wool acquires it. This contradicts a mission regarding Rashi's gaze, and Rava says that both statements are Rabbi Shimon's, but distinguishes between cleaning the wool by hand, which is insignificant, and cleaning through combing, which is significant. All right, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which definitely the case of a mother writing over a nixemaluk to her son, and then the mother dies in the life of her husband? That's on Duff. 
Pechas. Good number two. Which of the one if one stole wheat and made bread with it and then separated challah, he can not make a bracha as it's blaspheming Hashem. That's on Dav. Study dog. Good number three. Which of them, the one who steals pieces of wood and makes them to Kalim, Mishal he pays their value at the time of the robbery. That's on Dav. Pay Gimel. Good number four. Which step do you discuss a prohibition to cut a fruit tree? That's on Dav. Study off. Good number five. Which of them, when the children return an item that their deceased father stole, Mipnei Kabodavihem? That's on Dav. Study dog. Good number six. Which step do you the one who asks Hakadosh Baruch to judge someone is punished first for his own sins? That's on Dav. Tzadik Gimel. Good number seven. Which of the Rebbe's to kind of not accept payment from Gazlanim and Malvei Ribas? That's on Dav. Tzadik Dal. Good number eight. Which step do you discuss in a case where the Sanhedrin witnesses a murder, whether the judges can act as aiding? That's on Dav. Good number nine, which stuff do you learn? That even after paying for an injury, one must request forgiveness from the victim. That's on Dav. Tzadibes. Good number ten, which stuff do you learn? Why a woman does not sell her ksuba to pay for damages. That's on Dav. Pay test. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody. Rumgold from Zikri wishing you a great day and great learning.